You're listening to Celery City Stories, the podcast for curious people that explores the incredible history of Sanford and Seminole County, Florida, they didn't teach in school. I'm your host, Dan Ping. Welcome to this bonus episode of Celery City Stories. It's just a little tidbit that I hope brightens your day. So enjoy this unbelievable but true story from Sanford's history. It was a pleasant October afternoon in Sanford. Sid had just woken up from a nap when Dave walked in. Dave was like that. He would sometimes let himself into Sid's place whenever he felt like it. Sid didn't seem to mind. As Dave was puttering around, Sid let out a big stretch and started to walk out the door. Dave said something to him, but Sid didn't notice. Sid was like that. Most of the time, he didn't pay too much attention to Dave. Sid kept walking. Dave became agitated. He started hollering and waving a broom around like a crazy person. Whatever, Sid grumbled. He didn't feel like listening to Dave. He really wanted to take a walk which was something he rarely did. Sid walked by his neighbor, Otto, who was entertaining some guy with the latest trick he had just learned. Otto is such a show-off, Sid thought to himself. About that time, Otto's friend looked over at Sid. He screamed and then ran away. (laughs) People in Sanford are so weird, Sid chuckled as he continued to walk. Sid walked over to the jail to see Estelle Jennings, the desk sergeant. She nearly fainted when he walked in. Sid, he had that kind of effect on women. Sid didn't notice, but Dave had followed him to the jail. Like I said, Sid generally tried to ignore Dave. Dave started hollering again and began beating Sid with the broom. Dang it, Dave! Sid wasn't mad so much as annoyed. Dave could be a real pain in the butt sometimes. Sid scurried out of the jail and headed toward Lake Monroe. Along the way, he passed two women. They gasped and hurried away as their faces became flush. Sid, he definitely had that kind of effect on women. Men too, sometimes. He strolled along Lake Monroe for a bit and decided to head toward City Hall. Maybe Clifford McKibben, the city manager, was in his office. Instead of walking around to the front door, Sid tried to hop the hedge. He didn't quite clear it, so when he landed on the other side, he crashed into a window and cracked it. The employees inside City Hall began screaming and carrying on, so Sid retreated into a corner until the commotion died down. Eventually, though, the cops showed up. At this point, Sid was just tired of being hassled. I mean, really. All he wanted to do was take a nice, leisurely stroll around downtown Sanford to stretch his legs and get a little fresh air. But for some reason, everyone he encountered lost their ever-loving minds when he showed up. Fine, Sid grunted. He just gave up and let the cops push him into the portable cage, the same one the city used to round up stray dogs. How insulting, Sid thought to himself. They're treating me like a common canine. Soon after, 
Sid was back at home, sound asleep. It had been a pretty adventurous day. At least, that's how the New York Times would describe it. You see, Sid's little walk around downtown made national news. After all, it wasn't every day that Sid, the ancient mountain lion who lived at the Sanford Zoo, got to walk out of his cage and sashay around downtown all by himself. <laughs> anyway, I know they didn't teach that story in school, now did they? I wrote that story based on an article published in the New York Times on October 19, 1946. Christine Kinlaw Best was the one that actually found that article doing some of her research. Christine was a talented historian here in Sanford for many years. She's no longer with us, and I really miss the stories she would share with me as she was researching different parts of Sanford's history. I did do some of my own research regarding Sid's little walk around downtown, and I may have discovered what motivated Sid to waltz out of his cage that day. I mean, besides the fact that he was a mountain lion and didn't want to be in the cage to begin with. There was a front-page article in the Sanford Herald on October 17, 1946, but unfortunately, most of the front page has faded out, so the only thing that you can read is the headline from that story. The headline read, Escaped Mountain Lion, Cause of Excitement at City Hall Today. However, the next day, October 18th, there was a short article titled, Baby Pumas Doing Nicely at City Zoo. According to the article, Sid and a female mountain lion named Josephine had two offspring, a male and a female puma. So perhaps Sid was just being a proud papa and went for a walk to tell everybody the news. It wouldn't be the craziest thing that happened in downtown Sanford. I'll put both of those old newspaper articles on the webpage for this episode if y'all would like to take a look at that. I've heard from a few listeners that some of you aren't receiving the emails that are sent out updating you about new episodes. Double check your spam folders to make sure that they're not getting lost in there. My email address is dan at celerycitystories.com. You'll want to put that in your address book so future emails don't get lost in spam. I hope you enjoyed this bonus episode. I'll be back Thursday with another Celery City story.